When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, girly pop. Pop of girl. I'm sorry. Mm, poppy girl. Poppin' girl. Girl who's poppin'. poppin'. Girls who's poppin'. <laughs> this girl is poppin'. poppin'. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks for going with me on that one. I was thrilled to do so. I, I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> Don't twist my arm. <laughs> All right, shall I, shall I intro? Yes, please. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Late Night Drive. My name is Ellie Schnitt. I'm Michaela Oakland. And we're happy to welcome you to another episode of our beautiful podcast. Um, somebody made a comment that instead of passengers, it should mm. be like ca- the carpoolers or something. Ooh, that's, like, that's cute. cute. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, carpoolers. Yeah, like my mom will pick us up if your mom drives. Carpool besties. <laughs> Carpool besties. The carpool lane. Yeah, I, I like that. I carpooled. I My mom got scared about me being on the bus. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> carpooled a lot, actually, in my youth. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> if you were here last week, you might know what we're going to talk about this week, which is kind of fun. You've already got a little <laughs> bit of an inside scoop. We discussed celebrity beauty brands, but now, does controversy sell? Does it? Let's find out. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> I'm sure some of you are like desperate to hear Ellie's thoughts on the Taylor Joe situation. Just hang in there. Hang in there. We're going to get to it. It's the roadside attraction for the week. We really needed to carve out like pull over and dedicate some time to it. So, you know, just or fast forward, but don't because we're going to say some fun things <laughs> now too. <laughs> yeah, don't. don't. I'm, I'm not ready to talk about it either. I need to mm-hmm. like warm up. Yeah, My heart's yeah. broken. So what's new with you? Well, <laughs> I'm sort of in my trad wife era. No, so I've heard. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about this in the preceding, in the past weeks, whatever the fucking word is. The preceding weeks, I'm going to say that. And if anyone doesn't like sounds it, right. then like come at me. Cause it, Not proceeding? Pro- yeah, because proceeding would be after, but it's been weeks before this. So you know what? Buckle up. And just be quiet. But yeah, no, I've been like making food and I've been getting some comments that are like trad wife era, blah, 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 blah. And you know what I think it actually is? And I just want to talk about it. I think I'm just growing up (laughs) and learning how to make food. 
Maybe not having a hundred water bottles on my bed at all times. Like, Maybe. I don't know if that makes me in my trad wife era or if just like I'm 26 now and things are starting to happen for me. I don't know. That's my take. No, yeah. At no, the and moment. I hear you. I would actually mm-hmm. love to rebrand it as my trad wife era when really it's just like I'm doing the dishes. I almost feel like if we said that to ourselves every day, it would actually inspire us to do those things a little bit more. You know how like things start out (laughs) ironic and then they become so real? (laughs) Well, I was thinking about that, like the power of that, because I was thinking about, okay, it's, you know, spring. And I was thinking Mm -hmm. like the perfect like spring woman to me, my image of like the perfect spring woman, you know, she's wearing like a little floral, maybe a midi dress and she's got a basket Mm. with strawberries in it. And she drinks chilled white wine and she sits outside during golden hour and gets beautiful selfies and and rabbits like her, you know, like that's that's sort of like who I'd like to be. And then I was like, well, why can't I just be that then? No, you, I see that for you so clearly. I Yeah, but it's almost like I just have to do it ironically and then it'll become that so maybe with your trad wife era you could just become a trad wife but then Wait, it would just make such you a good idea because i feel more. like a lot of people who run around in our circles and perhaps those <laughs> who follow people who run around in our circles are a bit irony poisoned i might say <sighs> like you know love yeah. to make fun of stuff we all love to make fun of stuff um, how, so if you do something ironic, like for the bit, it's almost like a more acceptable way to sell it to your friends and get their support. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm being a tradwife because it's silly and goofy. Like, isn't it so funny that isn't I did funny? all the dishes today? <laughs> how hilarious is it that I have a little apron and I baked bread today? And it's got ruffles and embroidery on it that I embroidered myself. <laughs> that is so fucking cute. There is a part of me that like, I don't want to be tradwifey. Mm-hmm. But I, I love, I would love to be more of an accomplished person who totally. knows how to cook. <laughs> Wait, this kind of goes into the farm camp situation we wrote kind down of, about. Yeah, yeah. You had a friend who went to <laughs> well, farm camp? Well, no, this was like, <laughs> not recently. <laughs> right, 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 right. I should have clarified like, that. You've we, had in the past a friend. When we were children. <laughs> Well, no, because there was this post on Twitter where someone was like, this is the dream, like moving to a farm and it's self-sustaining and you drink filtered well water and dry all your clothes on the line. And people were like, living on a farm is like really (laughs) hard. It's very hard. It's so difficult. Like it's manual labor. You know? May I just say the one thing I did in Italy of that list was hang my clothes out to dry and they were so stiff after. Like it looked great. I got some fun photos of doing it. It looked very whimsical. However, the reality Mm. was not that whimsical. I was picking up these sopping wet clothing items and like putting them out and getting them a little dirty and then they came really stiff and didn't smell so nice. They weren't soft. That's not lovely and whimsical and very fun. Listen, they invented fabric softener. Mm Mm-hmm. And you should use that. But anyways, yeah, I had a friend who went to farm camp when we were kids. And it was funny every time she would come home and tell us about the rules of the farm. Mm -hmm. You know, they had to get up at like 430 in the morning. Like they really it was basically free manual labor camp. Like, I I don't know. They like (laughs) they it was these city kids because they grew up in like the city proper, like in Chicago. Uh And they would would just send them out to a farm in like southern Illinois for a month to do labor. That's low key what Jeffree Star is doing right now with his yaks. 
It Wait. kind of gives conversion therapy camp vibes. Like, I don't know. It almost gives, like, military sleep away. <laughs> like, you are going to go. It's like what they would say in North Korea, like, when they send you to, like, a, a prison camp. They're like, we're just sending you to farm camp at a farm <laughs> to do labor. Like, that's what it sounds like. My mother's off at farm camp. Don't ask any other questions. You know how you say like the dog went to a farm upstate? Yep, that's... <laughs> Cece went to a farm upstate. <laughs> I would go to farm camp. Now. The, yeah, but here's the thing. Because in my mind, the difference between farm camp and this one woman's family being on a farm <laughs> is that there's all these different people taking up the different tasks. Right. So instead of every single task being on you, which would actually be miserable, someone is probably doing the foodses and someone is probably <laughs> sewing the clothing and stuff like that. You know right. what I mean? Farm camp sounds like it would be a nice mental health break if you get to choose to go there and someone doesn't send you there and it's the right farm camp. Maybe your friend's farm camp isn't the one I'd want to go to, but like a different farm camp I would consider. Yeah, um, I'm not like anti-farm. Mm -hmm. Like my family is very like farm related, you know. Yeah, calm down farm community out there. Like we're not <laughs> anti-farm, thank you. Uh, my family's like very pro-farm, you know, mm, because growing what does up that in mean? Iowa. I'm sorry, can you explain what you mean by your family being pro-farm? <laughs> like my mom grew up in Iowa, like very farm adjacent, you know, did you, like. Did she work on a farm? No, there's just farms everywhere. <laughs> They're all around you. I would never be on a farm, but I have a lot of farm friends is giving yeah, your family you right now. <laughs> I have so many farm friends. I can name them. <laughs> you know? I have healthy respects for the farm. I just, the farm yeah. community. It wouldn't be for me personally. I don't like to get dirty. Like I really don't. We're going to have a problem. Like I can't have stuff on my hands. Yeah, that's We've fair. We've sort of talked about this. Like I can't, okay, like you know when you sometimes make uh, cookies or, or something with a dough and you're supposed to mix it with your hands? Uh-huh. Oh, that bothers you? Ugh. Oh my Is God. It, because it makes my skin crawl. Is it because of the hands alone or is it because of the fingernails, may I ask? It, well, the fingernails never used to be an issue because I never had fingernails before I was a mm. grown up. It's really like the, the feeling of having stuff on my, oh, having okay. stuff all over my hand. Or, you know, like kids would put glue on their hands and peel it off. Could never. Oh, I did that. I was one of those kids. Never. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I hated it. Or Wait, mud. Ooh, ooh, that paint. sounds so fun right now. Putting some glue on my hands and peeling it off. Oh, I want to do that. <laughs> Finger that painting great. is my literal nightmare. You have so many weird, funny things. I, you know what I do? And I was hanging out with a, a man a little while ago, mm. and he called me bizarre. Yeah, so when you first told me about this, I couldn't really quite pick up on the tone of the comment. You know what I mean? Was it a little condescending or was it like, ooh, I love you so much. You're so bizarre. It's so <laughs> it's so interesting to me as a man who's never seen a girl like this before. You're not like other girls. You're fucking bizarre. Bizarre. <laughs> no, we were talking and I was saying, I don't know, some, some weird thing that I have, some phobia or God only knows what. And mm -hmm. he's like, you're very weird. And I said, that's mean. He said, no, you're like bizarre. I said, that's fucking mean. He's like, come that's here, my little bozo the clown. 
Sorry. Well, literally, it's like, what am I for you? Boo boo the fucking fool. Like, <laughs> I, I was, what, what do you mean I'm weird? That's a rude thing to say. And he's like, no, it's a nice thing to say. I said, no, it's fucking not. I'm very normal. He's like, you're not normal. I said, I'm very fucking normal. I'm down to earth. I'm normal. I'm normal. I just have some weird stuff. And he's like, oh, no, I hear you. Yeah, I didn't mean it like that. Yeah, no, and I get what he's saying. However, because because I know you deeply well, nothing you could say would make me think you're a you're bizarre or you're a weirdo. You know, I might be like, oh, cute little Ellie thing, cute little Ellie Ellie exactly. moment. Because you love me, <laughs> and he doesn't know me well enough to love me yet, and that's mm-hmm. fine. He will eventually. They all do. At least he's getting to know you. <laughs> and there's that. There is a, a a side to it where we. <laughs> We did have like sort of the depressing realization that I'm not sure I've ever been properly known by a man mm-hmm. that I've dated or I'm not sure if the man I've dated has ever really tried to know me in a proper way. Yeah, this and- was directly after we stopped recording last week, too. We were like seconds after we finished the episode, we were on Zoom and Ellie was like, you know, I don't think anyone has ever really known me or or wanted to really find out if I'm any different than their preconceived notion of who I am. And I just sat there quiet for a bit like, God damn. <laughs> to, be, I, to, I, to clarify, I meant just people I've dated. My friends right, right, right. know me. But yeah. in terms of like the mortifying ordeal of being known, I don't know that I've done that with people I've dated. So it is a nice change to be known enough by someone that they're like, you're very weird, you know? Yeah, you know, I had that kind of a dynamic in college one time. I remember I had been talking to someone every single day for like six months. And then I started talking to someone else and it had been a couple of weeks and I ended things with the six month person. And what I said was like, I've been talking to you for so long and I feel like the person I've talked to for a couple of weeks already knows me better somehow. Like just something yeah. about the way that they ask me stuff is so much more important, I guess. I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> yeah I feel that, you know. You can talk to someone all the time and still feel like they don't. Really n- not. Yeah. Or like they're not interrogating their own idea of you. As my girl yeah. says, the idea you had of me. Who was she? A never needy, ever lovely jewel whose shine mm. reflects on you. And it's like, that's not me. I'm not a fucking jewel. Yeah. Or you make one comment one time and oh, then they're like, God. oh, that's a black and white representation of them. They feel that way about everything. I don't know. It's hard yeah, to yeah, explain. Yeah. My ex used to do that all the time. Yeah. Like, I'm, you know, I'm like a little shy. Like, I'm not, I'm more introverted. But like, mm-hmm. I'm not a fucking, like, I know how to be social, you know, like, and I enjoy talking to people. You can take me places and I'm not going to sit there like shell shocked in the corner. Like I'm Mm -hmm. a normal goddamn person. But I said one time like, oh, yeah, I'm like kind of shy. Like I don't really I I don't always feel super comfortable 100 percent in social situations. He took this to mean like I literally have never had a friend in my life. Yeah. No, that's such an interesting thing. I've definitely had that happen with a lot of different offhand comments I've made. And then it gets to a point where now I don't want to say things about myself because whereas my friends would understand like, oh, that change is based on the situation and it also might just change on the day. She might say that yesterday and today she's totally different. But then the man that I am oh. romantically involved with for years will be like, nope, because you're this kind of person. And since you're this kind of person, you're actually this way. And I'll be telling him, no, I'm not that way. And he will say, yes, you are, Michaela. 
And it's like, what am I supposed to like? Okay, like there was the, this one time I was really, really hormonal, and you know, there are little things mm. that will just set you off. So I'd been spending a lot of time with this person, like more than I was used to spending with a person. Mm-hmm. And I'm very particular about my water bottle, okay? Mm. I don't like this is my water bottle. I drink three of these a fucking day. That's my water bottle. I keep it next to my bed and I drink it. And he would drink my water bottle and it bothered me. Mm. But I didn't want to be like, don't drink my water bottle because that's an insane thing to say. So I got, I got, went and got him his uh-huh. own water bottle. Put Beautiful it on, solution. Right? Put it on <laughs> his side of the bed. And then he still drank my water bottle and I got mm. upset. Like I got a little upset. I was like, oh. Can you not, like, I got upset. I was like, are you serious? Like, that's yours. Like, can you not drink out of my water bottle? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's a little ridiculous, but it's my thing. Whatever. It's not ridiculous. Don't backtrack. Oh, you're not. You're right. No, that was valid of me. But for the rest of the relationship, he would be like, he'd be like, oh, you don't like sharing food or you won't. I would ask for a sip of your drink, but you don't like to share. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was one time. That's so funny. Please write in to us with your stories where you can relate to this because I just know every bitch listening out there has had like something like this happen because there's just no way that anyone has escaped this experience. (laughs) Oh, Um, so frustrating. Can I ask, because you wrote down accidentally invented a new kind of witchcraft and old men are funny over text. (laughs) In one, like as one point. What does that mean? Well, they sort of connect. Okay. (laughs) To me. Connect. (laughs) Make it connect for me, please. I didn't invent this, by the way. She she invented the new form of witchcraft. Okay. But I didn't want to write Toria invented new form of witchcraft because you're like, who's Toria? Right. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's my friend. Anyways, she was texting us today. She's like, "I, I I made a playlist while thinking about this guy that I wanted to text me and then I listened to the playlist and he texted me like the nicest thing a man has ever said to me in my life and I was like okay so maybe I'll give it a try and I I gave it a little try and I got a text was it a nice text no it wasn't it was a it was a hey I was thinking about you text Wait, can I can I ask the timeline here? So you make the playlist. How far after does he text you? Well, for me, my experience and, and her experience as well. Um, okay. This was sort of like an, it, hers was a sort of an afternoon sort of thing. I made my playlist after she texted us and then he texted me like an hour ago. OK, so like a couple of days, couple hours. What do you mean? Wait, so you said on Saturday you made the playlist oh. and today he texted you? Oh, I made the playlist today because she texted us that he had texted her after she was listening to the playlist that she'd made. But I okay. made the playlist and listened to it all in one day. Okay, let mm-hmm. me redirect. Let okay. me redirect. So so how long after you made the playlist did he text you? Like what's the what's the mm-hmm. wraparound mm-hmm. time? A couple hours on that one for me. That's crazy. It was really weird. And then I was like, okay, well, if this has happened twice to us, it must be some new newfangled witchcraft. That's amazing. I mean, how often does this person text you? Well, and that's the thing. I am usually the person that texts like first to be like, mm-hmm. hey, like, are you around this week? He's never been like, hey, wow. what are you up to? I know. 
How many songs did it take? How many songs on the playlist? It was like a 10 song playlist. Okay, okay, okay. So all all you witches out there, 10 song playlist, put it out <laughs> there and you know, really put your vibes into it. Music is a powerful thing. Music connects us, music <laughs> unites us. And I think it could work for you. I have no reason to try that. There's no one I want to text me. So but someone someday. else, please step forward. Please step forward and see if it works. Maybe I'll make a play. Wait, no, because I would have to be thinking of someone. Like, yeah, I can't just make really... a playlist and then everyone will text me. You could maybe make a playlist with the intention of, like, popularity. Or, oh, popularity. Okay, sure. Totally. And then just see what happens. Okay. Wow, <laughs> I love that. from Wicked, like, ten times. Yeah, no, it was crazy. I felt very magical. That's, like, a very quick turnaround success rate. I was not expecting two hours. That's And that's what she said as well, your friend? Hers was a couple days, but... Okay, well, there's so there's a time a time discrepancy. If you don't get the text in two hours, just hang in there because <laughs> it's coming. Sometimes <laughs> this happens to me, though. Like, sometimes I'm really good at this stuff and sometimes it doesn't happen. So I, don't, I can't tell you for sure that manifesting is, like, a real thing. But I've done it twice to, like, good effect and then the rest sort of not really. <laughs> Could we make a super negative playlist... Toward the man who's banning Mife Pristone. <laughs> Mitha Pristone. Mife Pristone. Mitha Pristone. Yeah, let's make a hex playlist. <laughs> let's you know, curse that fucking judge. Yeah, that was my attempt at a really smooth transition. I don't you know, know if I you guys noticed. That, that um, was really good. To be fair, it isn't, it isn't very funny. But if we did talk about how there was... Um, a hope for a Mifepristone ban from a guy in Texas who's trying to get the FDA to de-approve it. And the FDA yeah. is like, no, we approve it. Um, there is time for an appeal, so it's not technically in effect yet, but we there isn't that long. And if this goes into effect, even states where abortion is legal won't be able to do the pills for it anymore, which means your only option would be surgical. Yeah. That's my understanding of the situation. No, that is also my understanding of the situation. And it's obviously very upsetting. So, yeah, if we can fucking hex him, I think that that's allowed because he's being evil. Yeah, I do think it's allowed. I have been warned by witches that putting negativity out is a dangerous thing to do. So I don't want to, you know, I don't want to put any of you out there in danger either. Because apparently if you put something out there, you might it get it back. back. To you. Mm -hmm. But I think the universe understands that I, when somebody is abjectly evil, mm. there's already a lot of negativity out there for him, you know. I'm just collecting it. What if we all try to build a force field that bounces his own energy back at him? Okay. <laughs> okay. Everybody close your eyes. It's a imagine, imagine a field in front of you. <laughs> That's pretty much all I've got for the, for the catching up portion of our evening. Yeah. Are you ready to get into the deep down deep of it i suppose that i am yeah all right um so breaking news maybe but probably. yeah let's pull over real quick let's pull over real quick <laughs> we got a roadside attraction here uh, it's on your left get out solemnly <laughs> and with your heads bowed put your black veils on mm -hmm. yeah so lots of news outlets are reporting that taylor swift and um not very well-known actor Joe Alwyn have <laughs> broken up after six years. How quick we together. switch up. 
<laughs> hey, listen, I was never a big Joe Alwyn fan. I just liked that he was nice to her because mm-hmm. she deserves that, you know? It's and she's like I really written, cared about him. She's written beautiful lines about him. She's written the most beautiful songs ever written about this man. And actually, it's like bad for my mental health because yeah. like, how can you write songs like that about a person and then you just fall out of love? <laughs> can I say the tweet that really got me was how am I going to listen to Invisible Strings anymore? And that song to me That's is love. like, that is the one for me. That's the I know. love song to me. I know. I'm not kidding. I want to walk down the aisle to it. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. kidding. Like, that's a love song to me. And I'm like, how? Can, how? How? I just, okay. The thing is, mm-hmm. though, we've heard it from some sources. There's been some speculation. There's been some comments, questions, concerns. There's been people being like, yeah, Joe just like couldn't <clears throat> really reconcile with like Taylor's level of fame. It's like, first of all, you knew that going into it, bitch boy. What do you think this is? <laughs> What do you think this is? What do you think she's going to give up on her success because you're kind of a flop? And you know what I was thinking of is that they kept it secret for so long and this isn't too long after making it public. The the breakup? No, their relationship. Like they were secretly dating for a long time. Well, so in 2016, (laughs) they sort of... Not the dates. Sorry. No, I actually know the dates. On April 29th of 2016, um, they met at the Met Gala. Yeah. And... um, When did they they make it public? They started dating kind of low-key. And then they went public probably during the Reputation Tour. So I'd say like 2017. Oh, I thought it was more recent. They're very private about their relationship. Like, they they never really talked about it much publicly. So it does... I don't know. Like, it does surprise me that there would be this public of, like, a thing. But also, like, every once in a while, we get these, you know, E or whatever fucking notifications that they're engaged, which, like, Mm -hmm. they're not. So, like, I don't know. It could completely not be true, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. until I hear it from the mouth of my mother... Okay. I'm not believing it. Like, I, I, until she's up on that fucking Eras tour stage and she goes, I'm going through a breakup right now. Don't you until think? Until that moment, I don't care. Don't you think by now, though, she would have said she it's not been true? Like, no, because she never said it's not true about the engagement rumors. They just all sort of went away. Yeah, but that, I don't think that got as widespread as this. It wasn't being announced by every news outlet. I don't know. You know, this may just be because I haven't experienced love in a long time, but I don't necessarily think it negates anything for the love of a relationship for it to end. Like, in my opinion, if I were to get married and then got divorced after 10 or 15 years, I wouldn't consider that a failure. And then had another relationship after or whatever my journey may look like. Because people change. And then the love is obviously going to change. I think that's different from like a life partner. That's totally different than the experience of love in my mind. Because things fade and then the friendship becomes more important. And then like the trust becomes more important. I don't know. I just think it's not a failure or negates. Like someone doesn't have to be your soulmate who you are with forever for the love to be any less real is basically what I'm trying to say. No, of course I agree with that. It's just, um, I just want her to be happy. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. I just want her to, I know she felt so, I don't know, like it was sure. must have been nice to feel like settled and sure mm-hmm. and to write these kinds of love songs that she wasn't able to write earlier in her career because she had never experienced like true love like that. But to be fair, you know, she met him when she was our age. Yeah. And like we've changed so much in the last five years. I can't imagine like how much I will change in the next five years as well. And if someone's not changing with you. Yeah. I mean, she also, of course, I don't know her and she's a wonderful performer, but she doesn't seem to be like struggling right now outwardly from (laughs) her performances recently. And I would imagine if they broke up now, they would have been leading into it in at least a month before now, you know? That, um, although somebody tweeted about the Katy Perry documentary where she found out about her divorce like three minutes before she had to go on stage and she was like sobbing. Oh my God, that's and so then she true. had to go on stage and perform and like have a smile on her face and nobody knew about it. Wow, that's so true. It's so true. And all of her songs are about them. How? And she literally has to sing how? them. I could true never never yeah. get up on that stage and sing a song about falling in love like couldn't do it couldn't do it i will say um the really really bad thing that came out of this for me personally um is that the owl the duolingo owl went to cornelia street and like took did like a tiktok there and like i live near there which means mm. the duolingo owl what you can we Actually, the Duolingo Owl might need to be our roadside attraction one week because that social media manager will not keep its little paws out of other people's business. That social media manager does not shut the fuck up. This is not the first time. That and fucking I love owl. Duolingo. Yeah, we I love, love Duolingo. Duolingo. But I that use fucking it. owl? That fucking owl. It's got to be canonically evil. It's like got to be for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our roadside attraction. And, you know, let's say a prayer and let's say, you know, pour one out for the fallen homies and and just mm-hmm. keep Taylor in your thoughts. And obviously keep keep Joe in your thoughts because it's, it must be He's really gonna hard to find yeah, <laughs> a one bedroom apartment on his salary. Bye. Um, <laughs> <laughs> No, honestly, I kind of love that she's going to, if she is, I kind of love single, like, reawakening moments. If it's not her person, then it's not her person. So this is for the best for her. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's probably, he, was, he was sunshine. She was midnight rain. <laughs> but was he sunshine? She wanted but, that pain. He wanted a bride. She was making her own name, chasing that fame. He stayed the same, but all of her changed like midnight rain. Oh, God. You really are the Taylor Swift expert, and I am so honored to have you here with me. (laughs) Well, I can't believe Taylor, like, had to, like, has to know all the words to every song in her discography for Eras Tour. I'm like, bitch me too, the fuck? Like, (laughs) she's not special. (laughs) I know every word, too. Anyways, that's our roadside attraction. That's our roadside attraction. And, you know, without further ado, do you want to get into controversy cells i would absolutely love to get into controversy cells fantastic let's do it then (laughs) late night drive with ellie and michaela is brought to you by better help 
Um, so I love therapy. I have always been a huge advocate for therapy. I've been seeing my therapist for, gosh, going on six years now. So she's basically like a homie, less of a therapist, more of a pal. Just kidding. She actually is really, really good at her job. And I have benefited immensely from therapy. I literally feel like I wouldn't be the woman that I am today if I didn't have therapy as a resource. I think it's so good to help you work through not only like your daily problems and you know your work issues or your friend issues your relationship issues but also like work through things that have been patterns in your life that maybe you've identified but don't really know how to fix or things like phobias, anxieties, things that you feel like you have a lack of control over. Therapy can be really helpful in making you feel like you do actually have control because you have more control than you think that you do. But I know that it is not easy for everybody to access therapy. And that's why I love today's sponsor, BetterHelp, because, uh, I mean, there are states in America even where there's like two therapists that take insurance, you know, like it's really, really important to have access to mental health and not everybody does. And BetterHelp makes it super, super easy. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give it a try. It is entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So get it off your chest, whatever it is, with BetterHelp. <laughs> Visit betterhelp.com slash LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LND. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. I heard The Middle by Maren Morris today in the car on the way back from my spray tan. That's a fucking banger. We need to bring mm. that back. Bring it back. I was listening to Katy Perry's One of the Boys album. Um, and that the is last a great fucking album. It's such a good album, yeah. Honestly, really good writing on that album. I mean, it, it is also the Hot and Cold, I Kissed a Girl album, Waking Up in Vegas Hot album, but cold, the others man. are really good as well. The other smaller songs on that album. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we've got a few different routes to take today because mm -hmm. <laughs> um, of course we've got the internet celebrities we've got the quote-unquote real celebrities we've got you know controversy where's the line where's it where does it not sell anymore but before that we're gonna talk about how it really does <laughs> occasionally it do sell mm -hmm. i yeah. would say more often than not it does sell and this is an interesting topic to me because it just happens so frequently like I have new thoughts on this once every couple months I would say <laughs> and um the most recent one and I guess we could start there was the Michaela mascara situation oh the on girl TikTok. on TikTok who was like this mascara is amazing but she was using it on false lashes <laughs> yeah and she added false lashes and when that first came out everyone was like oh she's over she's done this is so bad because she was replying to like 
comments saying, no, girl, it's real. It's not falsies. Like, really oh, pushing girl, it. come on. But then she just never addressed it. And then everyone <laughs> was like, I'm kind of obsessed with her. <laughs> and now the views are up. The story views are up. The link clicks are probably up. She is raking it in, I just know. Because one thing about being an influencer is you have to send your manager all of the analytics every week of your story views and the link clicks and the sticker taps (laughs) and what have you. And I just know that when you have a controversy, those are through the roof. Oh, you're so right. Well, Mm -hmm. okay. So what I was thinking about was the through line of Mm -hmm. all of the sort of internet celebrity things that worked, like the controversy that did sell, was that these are people who had no shame about their action. There are people who yeah. are just like, whatever, you know, because mm-hmm. if you are somebody who has a controversy and you like actually feel bad and you like apologize and you try to like make it right or whatever, people don't like they don't like that. They don't, they don't care. Like they're yeah. still going to probably attack you for it. So sometimes the better route, as weird as it sounds, is to be like, I don't fucking care. Now, I could mm-hmm. never do it because I do have a lot of shame just deep yeah. down internalized <laughs> in there. But I see people do it in it and it works. Like it does. It's why people like Tana Mojo, Jake Paul, you know, all those people are successful still despite numerous controversies Mm -hmm. because they just don't really give a shit and they don't tell anyone that they give a shit. They don't pretend. It's also not what their fan base is built on. They're not a creator who's attracted everyone by being morally a good person. (laughs) There are creators like that and the ones like, for example, the reason the Try Guys issue was so bad is because he was such a wife guy. Like that is who he was attracting. People who loved that kind of person, people who cared about that morally as a value. You know, that was the audience. So then to do that, it's going to affect you a lot more than any other influencer who cheated on someone. Like sometimes it just doesn't matter depending on who follows you. Right, exactly. And it mattered to people because, you know, they had this idea that he was a better person than that. God, I loved Mm -hmm. the Try Guys thing. That was like, that was maybe my favorite drama of the year. That was really fun. That Um, one was fun, but it wasn't as compelling to me since I'd never heard of them. My, what was my favorite? Maybe the Adam Levine was my favorite of last year. That was really funny. (laughs) That was really fucking funny. There's been some really, really funny ones. Um, But I think that the the Try Guys one was fun. And I actually think it like brought them back into the public eye and like the zeitgeist in a way that they hadn't been in a while. And even though it was, I'm sure, really difficult for them, like losing a friend like that um, and so publicly and whatever, like. And I think they lost a TV show deal that they had. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fuck, that sucks. Yeah, that does suck. Their their YouTube channel is like doing really well. They gained new audience, new eyes on their stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that that's sort of the thesis of what we're saying, like controversy, bad or good for better or for worse. It generates clicks. It generates interest. And if Mm -hmm. that's what you do for a living, I can understand where you might get a little fucking confused. Yeah. (laughs) And you might say the only way for me to be successful is for me to continue to generate controversy. But the problem with that is once you do a bunch of fucking controversial things, there's Mm -hmm. really kind of no going back. You just have to keep getting more and more and more and more outlandish. And then all of a sudden you're universally reviled. All of a sudden, you're pointing at a dead body in the suicide force. I was going to say, we're taking yep. it to a place of Jake Paul and Tana Mojo right now. That was Logan because, Paul, but yes. 
Oh, well, you know, to me, I don't know the difference. <laughs> one of them boxes and one of them likes dead people. No. I think they... <laughs> <laughs> That's not what they, they did. Both, they both box. One of them has a podcast and scammed a bunch of people with crypto. Um, Jake the other one's is, just a dumbass. Jake is the one who married Tana, correct? Yes. They were real, dating, real, real. As, okay. as far as we know. Yeah. But they got married as well. They did get married, unclear what happened with that. Yeah, but no, that's that's interesting to me because, like you said, the only time you really hear about those people is when a new awful thing has happened. I guess Trisha Paytas kind of falls into this category, but Trisha not- Trisha Paytas a, transcends, I'm sorry. Not awful, yeah. No, that's a good point. Actually, she has a pretty steady fan base, doesn't she? She's just, she's not well. Like she, yeah, she's never once done something that was like normal, good. you know, like mm-hmm. good or or like sort of sane. So mm-hmm. I, I think with her, it's, she's a little outside of this, but okay, it does that, work for her. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the controversy thing. That's how her entire career is based on. Right. But so what are some of the Jake Paul big moments that, that you know of? So there was the one where he... Or Logan. Uh, his, his, well, Jake, he had a house. Um, I don't know L.A., but it was somewhere in L.A. He had bought this house, the Team 10 house. And all the neighbors were like complaining because they were like setting things on fire and like throwing people into the, like jumping off the roof into the pool. Oh, yeah, that was and, like, recent. being insane. That was a long time ago, actually. Um, and when Oh, I'm thinking Cruise of the Dolan. Came, or no, I'm thinking yeah. of... What's his Dobrik? I'm thinking of Dobrik. Sorry. Oh, oh David Dobrik. <laughs> that that is a good one. That's a controversy that did not work out in his favor. But mm. um, so yeah, and he like jumped up on a news van when it got there and was like, "We're not fucking leaving." Like was just being a dick about it. Well, also apart from that, I think they will put out a tweet every once in a while that's purposefully like gonna make people mad. Like, yeah. oh, every once in a while, I will see the people that I follow fall for it and quote tweet a Jake or Logan Paul tweet that's like clearly looking for discourse, clearly looking for replies right. for their name to be on people's mouth again. I think Tana does that as well, for sure. I'm like sure. tweeting something. Logan was the suicide forest, um, okay. which that was a fucking. Imagine like how content brained you have to be, like how far gone you have to be. Mm-hmm. To go to a, a a place like that and film a dead body and post it on YouTube and be like, that is hashtag content. Like, that's insane. Um, there was that. There's this crypto zoo thing that he's done recently where... Oh, um, he's getting like sued for that now or right. facing legal so he, trouble. He basically said that he was starting this um, crypto website, whatever, where like you could buy an egg and your eggs would mate with other eggs and then you'd have animals and they were NFTs and like it was like some fucking stupid ass thing. Which like, by the way, I I do feel badly for the people who like invested in that and like lost money. But in in another and in a much more real sense, I kind of don't like you're (laughs) stupid Mm -hmm. and I don't feel bad for you. Anyways. um, So, yeah, it was like not real. And like mm-hmm. he, people lost like he scammed people out of like millions of dollars like and he just doesn't care. He goes on his podcast and he talks about it and it gets a lot of views mm-hmm. and then he moves on and you know he's in a fight. He moves on. He's in this. He moves on like it's it's like a never ending cycle. The other thing you're going to get with this is a fan base that is so fucking obnoxious, like (laughs) 12 year old middle school assholes. You're never going to get thoughtful like comments on your work, which means something to you. (laughs) Like you just really become a shallow 
shell is sh- shallow shell a shallow shell a shallow shell it's sort of like how um so our friend jarvis not to name drop our friend jarvis <laughs> no so our, our friend jarvis did a video about shane dawson recently oh right 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 right. and he got a and meaningful comment right no he got oh, a bunch of psychotic sorry. comments from <laughs> shane true. dawson fans <laughs> because to be a shane dawson fan in the year of our lord 2023 you've lost the plot entirely you've just you don't care what he does at this point you know but also like what has ever been so compelling about shane dawson that you would ride for him that hard is the i don't know i did have my little (laughs) i did have my face but like does he so and you know to be fair i actually haven't seen his videos except when he got canceled i saw the bad ones be like you know compiled that was a long time ago yeah but what was his content, like what was compelling about it? So I think what, he always had like a lot of followers, whatever, but like he had this like resurgence in popularity because he kept doing these like docu-series on different influencers. Right. So he did one on TanaCon when she had that, um, she threw a convention and like scammed mm-hmm. a bunch of people and people almost died and stuff. <laughs> it's yeah. not funny. It's just, <laughs> wait, I forgot about that. That was that was a good one, Tanakos. Crazy. Um, and then he did one on Jake Paul, which like kind of rehabilitated his image in a way, which was mm-hmm. crazy. Like even had me for a moment being like, maybe he's not such a bad guy. Like crazy. I like lost my mind. And he did one on Jeffrey Star. Oh yeah. Which and I'm not was- name dropping here. However, from people I know who the thing is, I live in LA. I'm really not like. It's just because people meet each other all the time. But I have heard that he is the most evil person that anyone has ever like met in real life. I and been that. and been like, oh, their real life persona is terrifying. Oh, like you're there a is a sinister villain. energy. Yeah, that <laughs> and that's what I will say. Well, so he did this docuseries on Jeffree Star and then they did a second series that um was them. <laughs> It was Shane grifting, pretending to get into makeup. And oh, then they made a palette so together. So bad. His makeup was terrible. It was so terrifying. Um, it was, I mean, horrifying. But they made this palette together, the conspiracy palette. And it was fucking ugly. I don't know. But um, mm-hmm. so many people fucking bought it. They did merch. And it was this huge moment for both of them where all of a sudden they were like, beloved again like in a way that they hadn't yeah. been at least jeffrey hadn't been in a while because of well, can i also sister. add i think i think they got attention because james charles was proven to actually be a predator and they were against him so they got a little bit of like oh they're not so bad well because they were right what had that was actually quite a bit Later, after that but okay so what had happened was Oh, okay. So there was the first Jeffree Star docuseries that Shane did. Mm-hmm. And his uh, his image was slightly rehabilitated. <laughs> and then Tati out of nowhere drops by sister. Now, if you, it's gone now. Like, you cannot find okay. this video. Like, it is. But if I you. I was seated for that video. I was seated and I it was sat. long. And I watched it was every second of it. five minutes long. In 2019, I want to say it was, I was May riveted. of 2019. <laughs> She posted this 45 minute fucking video. And if you were one mm-hmm. of the girlies that got that notification and you saw by sister and you thought, what the fuck is that? And then I watched it in the bath, I remember. And I was um, in the bathroom as well. I was doing my makeup. I was like, I'm not turning this shit off. This is crazy. <laughs> 
And she was talking about, I mean, this is where we get some iconic quotes like sucking dick and cock at my birthday dinner, um, things like <laughs> You're that. Really good and she, at that. Thank you. Thank you. It's my white lady powers. But yes, she was talking about how James Charles um, was behaving inappropriately at her birthday dinner, mm-hmm. essentially. And she made some allegations that he may or may not have been trying to pressure somebody who uh, was straight into having sex with him or something like that. Like just like being really inappropriate, mm-hmm. um, predatory towards somebody. Now mm-hmm. we all watched this and we we're like, oh my God, James Charles is hashtag over party, like freaking mm-hmm. out. But people then, jumped on that shit so quickly. So fast. So but fast. James threw down the Uno reverse card. And he said, well, actually, it's kind of a stereotype of the gay community that we're predatory towards straight people. Like he like kind of read out the facts and basically was like, that didn't happen. That's not what happened. I don't understand why Mm -hmm. Tati would do this. And then all of a sudden people were like, wow, Tati, you're a 39 year old woman. Why do you care what a teenager is doing? You shouldn't even be friends with a teenager. Like people were like completely And I will say that is true. There were a lot of people who went very quickly to homophobic rhetoric about James Charles because- Toddy actually didn't give us anything that damning in that video. Like, there was at the most him trying to get with people who were straight, which, like, what, like, he asked for their number or something was what was quoted or, like... I don't remember what it was. It wasn't, like, that damning. However, I think what was actually going on behind the scenes... Was that was she knew about the stuff the he other was things. really doing, which we now do know. Which we now, well, we have the, we have the, the minor of fucking hindsight, you know. Yeah. But she, yeah, and I think, so then it got into, it turned into a circus. And then Tati mm-hmm. posted another video and she said, was it Breaking My Silence? Was it that one? I don't know. I think so. another video and she was like, basically, I was, I was pressured into doing this mm. by Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson. Mm-hmm. And I feel really bad about it. And James was like, I forgive Tati and it's not a big deal, whatever. Mm-hmm. So then Shane lost his fucking mind, had the meltdown. And then everything happened. I did not fuck my cat. I did not put my <laughs> dick near my cat. I did not come <laughs> on my, my cat. That's my favorite of all time. That is That's my favorite internet of moment of all time. That was my favorite day on the internet. That, that was, was a, a field day. In- Insane. I will tell that my children about I did not fuck my cat. Tell my children about I did not fuck my cat. And so that all happened. The, the Willow Smith stuff came up. Jeffree Star, oh you know, was God, involved yeah. in half of that stuff. Everybody already sort of already knew all the bad things that Jeffrey had done, but it all came up again. Mm-hmm. And then it was sort of like shutters, you know, like it was just mm-hmm. like kind of over for them. There was also a bunch of weird stuff where like Jeffrey had the guy that like James flirted with come out on screen and say like James, I didn't want to hook up with him or he's a bad kisser or something like that. Like oh, there was like yeah. weird stuff. Then of course, unfortunately, we find out years later mm-hmm. that actually there was some not great stuff going on behind the scenes with James Charles yeah. um, and some yeah, some really not so good stuff, some communications with minors that I would not recommend doing. Right. And I think what we kind of see happening in this situation is that people were ready to forgive whoever was right whenever the next mm. video came out, despite the fact yes. that neither of them had good behavior <laughs> at all and the things that they had done would get any smaller creator like fully canceled, obviously, but because then it was like, oh, this person was lied about in this small way. It almost like, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like baptized them of everything else they've ever done. <laughs> absolved them. <laughs> yeah, absolved them. No, I love baptized. You should start using that. It baptized um, them. It baptized them. Um, no, but you're right. And it's 
these are the kind of situations where it's almost like if it was a contrived uh, situation, right? If they were like, we just want to mm-hmm. drum up some controversy, whatever. We want some drama. We want some clicks. Like this was, would have been a resounding failure mm-hmm. because none of their careers have ever been the same after this situation. It was yeah. too much. It was too much. Like mm-hmm. sometimes internet people, it, it's like we're so close with our audiences in a certain type of way that like they end up oversharing and then it just yeah. becomes a bit too much. Like Gabby Hanna yeah Gabby Hanna tried to do the controversy thing she tried to make a docuseries about her experiences and she like basically lost her entire career from doing that yeah I so I don't remember what happened with Gabby Hanna's um docuseries but what I do want to say about the recent stuff is like I know that she has pretty serious mental health issues Mm -hmm. with like psychotic delusions and I don't want to go into the territory of making fun of that just because no. it's not under her control. Um, like as far as there was the guy in her house recently and really people were kind up. of like dunking on that. Um, but yeah, with Gabby Hanna, I feel like every, every, what was the one that was the, that we were watching at your house? We were watching, she was talking about like Daniel Prada and like um, her experiences on some YouTube show. I, I don't know what it was. We also watched her thing about Trisha Paytas. Was she beefing with Trisha Paytas? Yes. She, okay, that's yeah, what she was started, going on. Remember she started singing in the middle of it and then there was an ad and when the ad was over, she was, we came back and she was still singing. And it was just dead <laughs> silent. Never forget that. But Gabby Hanna's an example of like, obviously she's struggling and it's concerning but mm-hmm. she she tried to do, I think, that kind of controversy drama thing and it really didn't work out for her. But I think when celebrities do it, celebrities proper, not like internet celebrities, they mm-hmm. tend to be a little bit more successful. Are we talking Kim Kardashian? Yes, yeah, you're <laughs> talking about Kim Kardashian, the Kardashians in general. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. the entire situation comes from a controversy, Kim's sex tape. Sex tape. Mm-hmm. Arguably, you know, I don't want to say, of course, all of her success is because of that one sex tape, but that certainly really pushed things she, out the gate. She capitalized on that moment. For yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, because they're good at that. <laughs> they're good at capitalizing on those moments. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of like real celebrity controversies, but I kind of just wanted to focus on the Kardashians because partially we mentioned it yesterday or not yesterday, last week with the kimono situation. (laughs) And then on the other hand, because I feel like this is just such a good, obvious example of doing this at every milestone of someone's career, like they really have a good way of making us want to laugh at them but also laugh with them after we've laughed at them and then like be shocked at what they've said but then support like they really do this push and pull where after Mm. a while you're not really making fun of them anymore you're kind of like oh I know them they're familiar to me like that's Kim and that's her babies and that's the rest of them I don't know it's hard to explain like I I no longer hate the Kardashians. No, I know exactly what you mean. There's something about them. They just, Mm -hmm. they pull you in. They draw Mm -hmm. you in. Because they give so much. They give you so much of their lives. They're like really offering up 
so much of a look. And that's what people love. Like we love to be able to giggle at the glamorous people showing us all of the down and dirty stuff that happens to them. It makes us feel superior to like watch it mm. and be able to make little comments to our we'll friends. Put, you know, I don't know. Like, it's, nobody wants to work these days. <laughs> And then I watched that on the Kardashians and she was like, I feel so awful about that. And I'm like, it's and then you're okay, like, oh, queen. Kim, it's okay. Exactly. <laughs> it's so strange. They're so, so good at like pulling the right emotional string mm-hmm. to make sure like you're you're feeling something about it, you know? But then what she does is initiates the public disgrace of Taylor Swift. Okay, so that's here's the thing. I can never really be like a Kim Kardashian fan, you know, Mm -hmm. out of loyalty. You just can't can't do that. Yeah. Because you know what? Women hurting other women. Mm -hmm. It's just it's tough. It's tough to see two queens fight each other. It's not like it was that bad for Kanye that it was even necessary to ruin no, someone else's life. Kanye fun. was fine. Kanye has done much worse. Let's just <laughs> talk about this for a second. So imagine you're Taylor Swift. Okay. I'm you're imagining. 16 years old. I'm a baby. And you write an incredible album, Fearless. Okay. And you're at the VMA, the Video Music Awards. Mm-hmm. And you're up against Beyonce for an award. And Mm. then you win and you're 16. And you go up on that stage in your sparkly dress and everyone's cheering for you. And all of a sudden, a grown man comes on stage, takes your microphone for you and tells everyone in that crowd that he thinks you didn't deserve that award. And then as they're booing him, you think that they're booing you. Imagine. It's so so sad. And then years later, years Mm -hmm. later, this man who put you through that uncomfortable situation that you've Mm -hmm. tried to forgive and move on from, even though that was very upsetting for you. He calls you and he says, hey, can I say this sexually derogatory line about you? And you say, sure, Kanye, of course, because you don't want to be an unchill, uncool girl. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And you agree to that. You think it, you're saying, ha ha, that's funny. And then when the song comes out, not only is that line in there, which you're probably not that crazy about, but at least you said, okay, he asked me first. He also mm-hmm. says, I made that bitch famous as though your success in the moment where you were winning the award for the best music video of 2009, you had yep. one of the, the, the biggest selling albums of the year and you were 16 years old. He's saying he made you famous and he calls you that bitch. Yeah. That's the big discrepancy in the videos that were then um, pre... Who was it? Like one of her staffers must have leaked the actual... Kim put it on her fucking Snapchat story. <laughs> no, I know. But the, no, the ones where it was like, oh, Kanye was wrong, actually. Oh, like, yeah. Later it was on. probably Taylor's publicist like leaked that or something. Or... Good for them. Yeah, good I don't for know how them. they... But so, they, like, they had to find it from somebody. So yeah, Kim, you know, Kim put these videos out where Taylor was agreeing because Taylor had put out a statement... Uh, oh, she won an award and said, you know, people will try to take take credit for your success, but like you got here on your own merits. Said something mm-hmm. like that. And then they put this out and mm-hmm. it was like, see, she agreed to it. She puts out this statement, not very well handled, but she was like, I do not want to be part of this narrative that I never asked to be part of, which like she's so right for that, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she fucking disappeared. And then she wrote Reputation, went on the biggest tour of all time, rebounded I- her career entirely. And um, now look at them. But can I say at that time... 
the public perception from where I was standing of Taylor Swift was pretty negative. Like yeah, people were really, really cruel to her. Like, I know she certainly had so many fans, but it was almost like cringy to like Taylor Swift at that time. Of course and it was. I, that's one of the biggest ways I think to make controversy actually harm someone is to make it cringy to like them, cringy to support them, <laughs> to talk about them, to post about them. And that almost, I feel like, fed her comeback because people love to be like, oh, we accidentally hated that woman too much back then. And now we feel really bad about it. So we're going to give her oh, even you more attention. Feel bad. <laughs> You should feel bad. And you know, I see you at the Eras tour when the reputation songs come on. Like, I don't know this song. Yeah, because you weren't there in the trenches. Okay. You weren't at frat parties in 2017 saying Taylor Swift did nothing wrong. Okay. <laughs> Some of you don't deserve those Eras tour tickets. And that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I was. And I, hate I can't to be say this. about this. I'm sorry. I'm I'm a Taylor Swift enjoyer, but I at that time was like, wow, that was really fucked up of Taylor Swift. She's kind of not a great, she must be kind of a not great person. And I'm sorry, but that with that, what we were given, with the information that we had at that time, that actually is a fair but thing to believe. she said in her statement, she didn't agree to saying that bitch. She said that I in know. her statement. I, yeah, I know. But the video did make it seem as though yes. she did agree. Like, and yes. you yeah, that's all I will say. I will say I feel bad about it. They got me. And I they didn't got you. hate no, they her. Did. I wasn't posting hate comments, but I was like, wow, that was kind of lame that she's acting mad about this now. And she said it was fine. Yeah, no, I get that. But it is funny now because Taylor Swift obviously is like very, very popular now. Like everyone's like mm -hmm. obsessed with her, which like, duh, they should be. But <laughs> the Kardashians will like <laughs> occasionally Kim will like post herself working out to a Taylor Swift song oh, or yeah. like lip syncing to one. And it's like she's not going to she's not going to fuck you, Kim. OK, like she <laughs> you 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 don't fuck that up. Doesn't matter what you do. No one's going to believe that you're a Taylor Swift fan. Yeah. What was it? Didn't her daughter play something or she was like, you don't listen to that. Oh, that was Ari. Was that Ariana? Never mind. We can move past I don't it. <laughs> I don't remember. Sorry. I think we can move on from the Kardashians. I feel like that's pretty clear. Like whether or not we list every single controversy that they've had, which seems like faked or not. The moral of the story is it has worked for them. And even lately, people have been like, wow, I haven't been... The Kardashians kind of fell off. It's because they haven't had a controversy in a while. <laughs> like, as soon as there's something You're bad... So right. We're going to be tuned in for the Kardashians again. So, I, you wrote this list <laughs> mm -hmm. of um, controversies, and I think some of them are really funny, and I just want to quickly talk about some of them. <laughs> okay. Just name them. Wait, let me say, this is my list of controversies that I think didn't sell and actually was bad for them, at least at the time that it happened. That's okay. what I, okay, yeah. So the first one is Ariana Donuts. Mm -hmm. So what did happen? She licked donuts? Yeah, she like was at a donut shop with one of her boyfriends and she licked a donut and put it back and was like, oh, this is disgusting. I hate America. And it was <laughs> caught on tape. <laughs> And it was like back before saying I hate America was something that people like, say, Ooh. really, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. Okay, the Imagine video. Yeah. Yeah, that's a classic. That's the funniest thing celebrities have ever done. <laughs> Why did they do that? I, I will say it didn't go badly for any of them specifically. However, I do think it was the downfall of celebrities in general. Like the love and admiration <laughs> yeah. for celebrities. Oh, gone. Gone. People it was are like, like, fuck them. 
Yeah, fuck these people. They're alone in their houses, their mansions for three days, and they lose their minds and start singing. Yeah. No. This one just says Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, I just liked spelling them a little bit wrong. That one has to be one of the most successful cancelings of someone that I have yeah, seen. Yeah, what happened to Ellen? Like, she was so beloved. She was so beloved and then people came out that she was actually really mean to her staff and not nice. Dakota Dakota Johnson said, that's not mm, true, Ellen. She's a real one. She, was a real <laughs> she one. said, that's not true, Ellen. And all of a sudden, we were learning the truth about Ellen. And now... I think her show finished, her show's done, people don't love her the same way. I mean, she's still living a good life. She hangs out with the Kardashians and Barack Obama and whoever else um, in her free time and she's got plenty of money. <laughs> she's doing just fine. She's fine, but, but, but like, the yeah, public does not love her. The public does not fuck with her the same way. Um, okay, Adam Levine, the sex sting. Yep. That was really um, fucking funny. I don't really have much to say other than that was really funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it really, because he's like a singer. I don't know if that would actually affect his real career. I feel I like it I wouldn't. Kick him out of a lineup, like as it is. No, that's so real. I really liked Maroon 5 when I was younger, actually. Maroon 5 is great. When I was in middle school, I did really enjoy them. However, he's probably a little bit more embarrassed entering a room these days. That's what I oh, would yeah, say. Oh, yeah, yeah. People are probably like, <laughs> <laughs> You're so hot. I can't believe how hot you are. Um, Sydney Sweeney, Blue Lives Matter Grandpa. <laughs> that one was a crazy day on Twitter as well. Honestly, I don't have very strong feelings on this. I just think she shouldn't have posted it. You can't yeah. control it if your grandfather has bad political views. And, you sure know, can't. it might be hard to not let him come to your birthday dinner that all the rest of the family is <laughs> coming to. But you just don't have to post photos of him wearing the hat yeah. in the background. Don't post Peepaw in a Blue Lives Matter hat. <laughs> yeah. Um, you said Meghan Markle? Yeah, well, we don't have to get into Meghan Markle, okay. but I will say... But I will say Meghan Markle has suffered deeply at the hands of controversy being so unfairly ruining her life. And she's doing great in America, but in Britain, not great for they them. Very mean to her. Um, Vanessa, <laughs> <laughs> this one's my favorite. <laughs> when Vanessa Hudgens said, I mean, it's a virus. I get it. I respect it. Like, yeah, people aren't going to die. But like... <laughs> I don't know. I should probably not say this. I'm going to get canceled for this. Yes, that was amazing. I know. Have you ever considered how good your impressions are? I have considered that. Yeah, no, I'm really good at that. (laughs) I didn't know that about you. I don't do it very often. Oh, my God. Everyone, thumbs up in the chat for Ellie's impressions. (laughs) That was amazing. That was so fucking funny. You know what, though? Like, she was high and she was just saying shit. (laughs) It was just funny. Like we were, it was the very beginning of lockdown. Everyone was terrified, and yeah, she's like, no, it was, "Yeah, it was people bad. are gonna die," and she was and, right. And, and they it did. was because, and it was because of like Coachella being canceled. I'm pretty yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brit- Britney Spears, Britney Spears, yeah, yeah. Um, well, that didn't yeah. go well for her. Obviously, really, mm. really tumbled her life for a good long time large majority of it um but better now hopefully and chrissy teigen that one worked pretty well chrissy teigen is not beloved anymore the same way what did she do so i think it was a number of things people were already starting to not love her that much for her quirky relatable content but yeah, then I'm annoyed by her. No, then it came out that she told someone to die or whatever on Twitter a while ago. Oh, 
It was okay. It was the the, the little girl who married that old man, and oh, everyone yeah. called her a slut. And Chrissy was like, "You should die." That and was she, crazy. Yeah, and then she came out and was like, "Hey, I don't know why Chrissy Teigen told me to die. I was 16. I think this is another example too of it working because Chrissy Teigen's fan base was based on being like feminist, good person. supportive women, and that yeah. was the opposite of everything she's ever curated for her vibe. Um, oh, you're I feel so like, right. I feel like maybe other things came out when that one came out, but that's enough. That's probably going to be enough. And yeah, like, there, okay. To- like sometimes people get mad at things that are like silly and stupid. Like they were mad at her for making dumplings or something, like having a dumpling recipe. Oh yeah, I don't remember something like, <laughs> something like that. But like, yeah, telling a sixteen-year-old to die is not is not great. No, that's pretty bad. <laughs> pretty bad you know i also just wanted to mention that some there's like sometimes this in reality tv where Mm. there will be a villain one season but then they'll be just kind of like less bad on bachelor in paradise and now they're everyone's favorite victoria f (laughs) i loved her but she she did wear a blue lives matter (laughs) t-shirt but she was modeling it like yeah for a website which like it wasn't yeah wearing it i'm not gonna pretend to know all of the details of that situation but everyone was like she's crazy she cheats on everyone or she's a homewrecker like people were so so mean on twitter she's She's the most beautiful woman i've ever (laughs) seen and i'm sorry like i'm i'm sure you disagree with this but her and greg grippo are like a gorgeous couple i love seeing them Mm. together they'll post tiktoks together i watch it like i'm like watching a fairy tale i i they are all i've ever wanted to be in my life like they're just beautiful yeah well that leads to something we're not really going to get into which is like the celebrity relationship whole situation um Mm. selling a lot of attention whether it be a reality tv couple or just pete davidson and someone you know but (laughs) i also think we could have a long conversation about celebrity controversies and the way that they affect you know women versus affecting like straight men versus affecting people who are minorities lgbtq right i would say that the ones that last forever are more often the women who do something like the the more damning controversy situations but, um, you know, obviously there's discrepancies in some of the situations we've mentioned. Some are a lot worse than others, and some are definitely not on purpose, <laughs> whereas other ones are like kind of a funny little, you know what, we should have a fake fight. Oh. I know, I know, I know, but hear me it out. We need to get those sad. numbers up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, you're right, but I just, I don't even know for content if I could pretend to be mad at you. That's so sweet. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> what would our fight be about? Leave in the comments below. What it would have to be something about. really compelling. It would have to be something mm. that people would love to talk about. Okay, okay. What do people like talking about? Um, what cheating. It? Ooh. Um, money. We, mm. one of us hooked up with the other one's ex. Ew, 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 ew. ew. <laughs> the worst thing you've ever said i honestly forget everyone that i've ever dated more than a year they didn't exist two years so it doesn't matter um so everyone i've ever dated is shorter than you wait (laughs) but that that's fair though because 
Because you don't want someone to be so much taller than you. I'm very, very little. I like as I've grown, I have less of a problem with a short king as long as he doesn't have short king syndrome. Like as long as he's not one of those guys who like is so self-conscious about the fact that he's short. If you're just like a little funky guy and you own that and you're like Mm. cute, like Mm. I, I, I can work with that. Okay, do you want to talk a little bit about the right wing pipeline? I'm just going to say like a sentence because there's so much to talk about that I think we could do a whole episode about it. I agree. I agree. It's funny because the reason that I actually wanted to do this episode was because of a Twitch streamer named Aiden Ross. Oh. mm. (laughs) So Aiden Ross is like this I mean, I think he's like 17. I don't know. He might be like 19, 20. Like he's little. And he, uh, he, you know, he's just like kind of a dude, like a dick, like a little kid, like uh, all boys are like mm-hmm. stupid, but harmless, essentially. And then he fell in with Andrew Tate. Okay. So he is the sniff. He's the one who he sniffed sniff his. Boy. So he is 22, by the way. <laughs> and, and he is 5'7". Oh, short little, short guy. Short king. I, I googled um, it. Thanks for doing that. No, so he he was always like kind of a little shithead edgelord, you know, mm-hmm. but not like harmful, you know. And then with Andrew Tate, which we can also fucking talk about, he mm-hmm. went down what I'll say is a bad path. Some of you may have seen a video of him sniffing the chair that Andrew Tate had been sitting on. Um, of course, before he was arrested in Romania for sex trafficking. Um, <laughs> so... The reason that I found it fascinating in particular was because after this, Aiden got banned off of Twitch and he started streaming on this other platform called Kick. And he has just that has much, much less moderation. Mm -hmm. And he has just gone further and further and further down this sort of like right wing rabbit hole. And unfortunately, it's like, yes, it garnered him a lot of attention. Yeah. Controversy sells. But now the people who are paying attention to him are Nazis. Like, and making him worse. <laughs> and they want worse content. He, they're, they're like shithead 4chan assholes who like mm-hmm. sent him a link that was like his sister's nudes. Like, <gasps> and he saw it like live on stream. Like fucked up things like that because like that's the audience he's attracting because wow. he's fallen down this the wrong path. Because yes, saying like manosphere conservative-esque things like mm-hmm. women are bitches, like that might get you a short-term audience, but there's only so many places you can go from there. You either like mm-hmm. stop that shit and get better or you fall over that line and you're, you're never coming back from that. So. And the videos that social media show those per- those people get progressively worse and worse like you could just thumbs up one you could just thumbs up one video that's making fun of a woman's opinion a little bit and all of a sudden the next video that you're recommended is just going to be worse and then it's going to be worse and worse and And then all of a sudden it's like this is why jews are the problem with the (laughs) entire world and it's crazy west (laughs) but literally kanye west like that that is what happened like he he just lost his way. And once you get down that rabbit hole, it's really hard to come out. Like it's, it's. Thank God for Jonah Hill though. <laughs> thank God for Jonah Hill. <laughs> Shout out Jonah Hill. <laughs> no, but that, it's like a real thing. And I really want to talk about it. Not right now, but I do want to talk about it. Mm. How, when you go on these websites, TikTok, YouTube, anything where content is being shown to you, like you're only like three clicks away at any given time from yeah. accidentally falling down the rug. 
the wrong place. Yeah, I bet even liking a video where you say Meghan Markle is kind of annoying. If you like that video, it's going to get bad real quickly. I mean, even mm-hmm. Elon Elon Musk was sort of like a liberal eco guy. I remember when he replied to my tweet, what was it, three or four years ago? I was like, that great, tweet. great. Elon Musk is a pretty good guy. Now he's retweeting videos about the January 6th thing being like justified. It's bad. Yeah, so we will talk about that more later because we certainly can't fit it into an episode now. We've been chatting. But we, we got a little silly, goofy, and chatty. But if this reminded you of any creator who had a particularly interesting story like this, definitely feel free to share it with us. Um, we're going to have a chatty episode for you next week, so there's a little bit of a time before that. Um, oh, but do you yeah. want to do the... But yeah, it is about that time for the tarot card of the week. Yeah. Tell me about my fate. <laughs> okay. I did my mom's tarot reading when I was home. Mm-hmm. She was very impressed with me. She thinks I'm magic. I think that every day. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Well, what she said to me was, you've always had guardian angels. Like, you've Aww. always... Because <laughs> there's this story she tells about when I was a little... When I was a baby, and in my crib, there was this big ceramic lamp next to my bed. And I guess I was like a year and a half or so, I was standing, and I pulled the lamp into <gasps> my crib which obviously could have been very bad. Yeah. And it shattered. And when my mom came into the room because she heard the noise, there was like a perfect circle of like the <gasps> broken glass around me and like I didn't have a scratch on me. And Ellie, ever how then- have you not shared this story before? <laughs> what the fuck? That's an insane origin story. <laughs> so that's why she thinks I have guardian angels. And like, I agree. So oh occasionally- my God. And when I got my aura taken a picture of, I had like like dots over my head they said like oh those are like guardian angels or like spirit guides or whatever and i was like yeah obviously oh my god you should you should brag about this online a little bit more (laughs) because that's crazy i'm a fucking witch guys okay this is our week um it's the week of april something i don't know what fucking goddamn day it is did you know it's gonna be like 80 degrees tomorrow here that's crazy that's hotter than it is here it's gonna be like 74 I'm going to the park to see the cherry blossoms. Oh, that's so fun. Oh, I want to see cherry blossoms. That's my favorite Well, you're going to have to come here. Well, I am at the end of the month, but some of us need to reply to the group chat and say it. (laughs) And it's not fucking me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I'm talking to me. I literally just need to be given a date and then I will. Me too. This is just a. (laughs) It's not even you. I see part of this conversation. (laughs) Okay. This is our tarot card of the week. The Knight of Swords reversed they're always reversed reversed. reversed. they're often reversed often reversed Mm -hmm. (laughs) what was it knight of swords let's see i like to see Ooh, ooh. okay i kind of like this okay this is sort of like a chaotic card um it it has unpredictable energy aimless energy sort of like if i had to say it it's going on a flirty little walk with nowhere in destination and just seeing what life, where life takes you energy. Ooh, I, wow, I love that. Yeah, I love that. Flirty it's little like walk you're walking to nowhere. somewhere with no destination. And I think that that's a good way to look at life sometimes. It's like, mm-hmm. you don't always need to know the destination, but enjoy the journey. Wow. And yeah. you know what? Enjoy the drive, <gasps> I would say. <laughs> I, ju- I literally just got goosebumps. 
Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this drive, certainly. We would love to shout out our birthday pigs, Katie and Flower Turtle. You can visit us at patreon.com slash late night drive pod in order to find more episodes, ad free episodes, advice columns, and live streams via us, your besties. Your besties. Your drivers. <laughs> your carpool buddies. Give us some uh, submissions. Sorry, you, you take it away. <laughs> Since next week we're going to be doing a Silly Goofy Chatty episode, we would love to get some DMs from you guys of things you want to talk about. We would also love to get some voicemails from you guys. So if mm-hmm. you want to call and leave a voicemail, the number is 847-282-0462. And that is always links on my Instagram profile under voicemail number. Uh, so Ooh. check that out. Leave us a, a VM and maybe we'll play it on the show and talk to you and yeah i think that's everything that's everything i i feel like am i missing something but i think i think that's it (laughs) that 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 that, that's all folks that's all today folks (laughs) um i love you guys so 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 much as always i hope you have the best fucking week of your goddamn life um and have a good day have a good night wherever you are whatever you're doing i hope it's a great one and we'll catch you on the next one sorry Thank you you for coming to Late Night Drive. We hope you enjoy the drive. (laughs) (laughs) That was your best rendition yet. Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. <laughs> Visit BetterHelp.com slash LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-N-D.